part two chapter six of the history of the devil this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the history of the devil by daniel defoe part two chapter six of the extraordinary appearance of the devil and particularly of the cloven foot some people would fain have us treat this tale of the devil's appearing with a cloven foot with more solemnity than i believe the devil himself does for satan who knows how much of a cheat it is must certainly ridicule it in his own thoughts to the last degree but as he is glad of any way to hoodwink the understandings and bubble the weak part of the world so if he sees men willing to take every scarecrow for a devil it is not his business to undeceive them on the other hand he finds it his interest to foster the cheat and serve himself of the consequence nor could i doubt but the devil if any mirth be allowed him often laughs at the many frightful shapes and figures we dress him up in and especially to see how willing we are first to paint him as black and make him appear as ugly as we can and then stare and start at the spectrum of our own making the truth is that among all the horribles that we dress up satan in i cannot but think we show the least of invention in this of a goat or a thing with a goat's foot of all the rest for though a goat is a creature made use of by our saviour in the allegory of the day of judgment and is said there to represent the wicked rejected party yet it seems to be only on account of their similitude to the sheep and so to represent the just fate of hypocrisy and hypocrites and in particular to form the necessary antithesis in the story for else our whimsical fancies excepted a sheep or a lamb has a cloven foot as well as a goat nay if the scripture be of any value in the case tis to the devil's advantage for the dividing the hoof was the distinguishing character or mark of a clean beast and how the devil can be brought into that number is pretty hard to say one would have thought if we had intended to have given a just figure of the devil it would have been more apposite to have ranked him among the cat kind and given him a foot if he is to be known by his foot like a lion or like a red dragon being the same creatures which he is represented by in the text and so his claws would have had some terror in them as well as his teeth but neither is the goat a true representative of the devil at all for we do not rank the goats among the subtle or cunning part of the brutes he is counted a fierce creature indeed of his kind though nothing like those other above mentioned and he is emblematically used to represent a lustful temper but even that part does not fully serve to describe the devil whose operation lies principally another way besides it is not the goat himself that is made use of tis the cloven hoof only and that so particularly that the cloven foot of a ram or a swine or any other creature may serve as well as that of a goat only that history gives us some cause to call it the goat's foot in the next place tis understood by us not as a bare token to know satan by but as if it were a brand upon him and that like the mark god put upon cain it was given him for a punishment so that he cannot get leave to appear without it nay cannot conceal it whatever other dress or disguise he may put on and as if it was to make him as ridiculous as possible they will have it be that whenever satan has occasion to dress himself in any humane shape be it of what degree soever from the king to the beggar be it of a fine lady or of an old woman the latter it seems he oftenest assumes yet still he not only must have this cloven foot about him but he is obliged to show it too nay they will not allow him any dress whether it be a prince's robes a lord 
char blancard's gown or a lady's hoop and long petticoats but the cloven foot must be showed from under them they will not so much as allow him an artificial shoe or a jack-boot as we often see contrived to conceal a club-foot or a wooden leg but that the devil may be known wherever he goes he is bound to show his foot they might as well oblige him to set a bill upon his cap as folks do upon a house to be let and have it written in capital letters i am the devil it must be confessed this is very particular and would be very hard upon the devil if it had not another article in it which is some advantage to him and that is that the fact is not true but the belief of this is so universal that all the worlds run away with it by which mistake the good people miss the devil many times where they look for him and meet him as often where they did not expect him and when for want of this cloven foot they do not know him upon this very account i have sometimes thought not that this has been put upon him by mere fancy and the cheat of a heavy imagination propagated by fable and chimney-corner divinity but that it has been a contrivance of his own and that in short the devil raised this scandal upon himself that he might keep his disguise the better and might go visiting among his friends without being known for were it really so that he could go nowhere without this particular brand of infamy he could not come into company could not dine with my lord mayor nor drink tea with the ladies could not go to the drawing-room r at could not have gone to fontainebleau to the king of france's wedding or to the diet of poland to prevent the grandees there coming to an agreement nay which would be still worse than all he could not go to the masquerade nor to any of our balls the reason is plain he would be always discovered exposed and forced to leave the good company or which would be as bad the company would all cry out the devil and run out of the room as if they were frighted nor could all the help of invention do him any service no dress he could put on would cover him not all our friends at tavistock corner could furnish him with a habit that would disguise or conceal him this unhappy foot would spoil it all now this would be a great a loss to him that i question whether he could carry on any of his most important affairs in the world without it for though he has access to mankind in his complete disguise i mean that of his invisibility yet the learned very much agree in this that his corporal presence in the world is absolutely necessary upon many occasions to support his interest and keep up his correspondences and particularly to encourage his friends when numbers are requisite to carry on his affairs but this part i shall have occasion to speak of again when i come to consider him as a gentleman of business in his locality and under the head of visible apparition but i return to the foot as i have thus suggested that the devil himself has politically spread about this notion concerning his appearing with a cloven foot so i doubt not that he has thought it for his purpose to paint this cloven foot so lively in the imaginations of many of our people and especially of those clear-sighted folks who see the devil when he is not to be seen that they would make no scruple to say nay and to make affidavit too even before satan himself whenever he sat upon the bench that they had seen his worship's foot at such and such a time this i advance the rather because tis very much for his interest to do this for if we had not many witnesses viva voce to testify we should have had some obstinate fellows always among us who would have denied the fact or at least have spoken doubtfully of it and so have raised disputes and objections against it as impossible or at least as improbable buzzing one ridiculous notion or other into our ears as if the devil was not so black as he was painted that he had no more a cloven foot than a pope whose apostolical toes have so often been reverentially kissed by kings and emperors but now alas this part is out of the question not the man in the moon 
nor the groaning board not the speaking of friar bacon's brazen head not the inspiration of mother shipton or the miracles of dr faustus things as certain as death and taxes can be more firmly believed the devil not have a cloven foot i doubt not but i could in a short time bring you a thousand old women together that would as soon believe there was no devil at all nay they will tell you he could not be a devil without it any more than he could come into the room and the candles not burn blue or go out and not leave a smell of brimstone behind him since then the certainty of the thing is so well established and there are so many good and substantial witnesses ready to testify that he has a cloven foot and that they have seen it too nay and that we have antiquity on our side for we have this truth confirmed by the testimony of many ages why should we doubt it any longer we can prove that many of our ancestors have been of this opinion and divers learned authors have left it upon record as particularly that learned familiarist mother hazel whose writings are to be found in manuscript in the famous library at pie corner also the admired joan of amesbury the history of the lancashire witches and the reverend exorcist of the devils of london whose history is, is extant among us to this day all these and many more may be quoted and their writings referred to for the confirmation of the antiquity of this truth but there seems to be no occasion for farther evidence tis enough satan himself if he did not raise the report yet tacitly owns the fact at least he appears willing to have it believed and be received as a general truth for the reasons above but besides all this and as much a jest as some unbelieving people would have this story passed for who knows but that if satan is empowered to assume any shape or body and to appear to us visibly as if really so shaped i say who knows but he may by the same authority be allowed to assume the addition of the cloven foot or two or four cloven feet if he pleased and why not a cloven foot as well as any other foot if he thinks fit for if the devil can assume a shape and can appear to mankind in a visible form it may i doubt not with as good authority be advanced that he is left at liberty to assume what shape he pleases and to choose what case of flesh and blood he'll please to wear whether real or imaginary and if this liberty be allowed him it is an admirable disguise for him to come generally with his cloven foot that when he finds it for his purpose on special occasions to come without it as i said above he may not be suspected but take this with you as you go that all this is upon a supposition that the devil can assume a visible shape and make a real appearance which however i do not yet think fit to grant or deny certain it is the first people who bestowed a cloven foot upon the devil were not so despicable as you may imagine but were real favourites of heaven for did not aaron set up the devil of a calf in the congregation and set the people a-dancing about it for a god upon which occasion expositors tell us that particular command was given leviticus seventeen seven they shall no more offer their sacrifices unto devils after whom they have gone a whoring likewise king jeroboam set up the two calves one at dan and the other at bethel and we find them charged afterwards with setting up the worship of devils instead of the worship of god after this we find some nations actually sacrificed to the devil in the form of a ram and others of a goat from which and that above of the calves at horeb i doubt not the story of the cloven foot first arrived and it is plain that the worship of that calf at horeb is meant in the scripture quoted above leviticus seventeen seven thou shalt no more offer sacrifices unto devils the original is senirim that is rough and hairy goats or calves and some think also in this shape the devil most ordinarily appeared to the egyptians and arabians from whence it was derived 
also in the old writings of the egyptians i mean their hieroglyphic writing before the use of letters was known we are told this was the mark that he was known by and the figure of a goat was the hieroglyphic of the devil some will affirm that the devil was particularly pleased to be so represented how they came by their information and whether they had it from his own mouth or not authors have not yet determined but be that as it will i do not see that satan could have been at a loss for some extraordinary figure to have bantered mankind with though this had not been thought of but thinking of the cloven foot first and the matter being indifferent this took place and easily rooted itself in the bewildered fancy of the people and now tis riveted too fast for the devil himself to remove it if he was disposed to try but as i said above tis none of his business to solve doubts or remove difficulties out of our heads but to perplex us with more as much as he can some people carry this matter a great deal higher still and will have the cloven foot be like the great stone which the brazilian conjurers use to solve all difficult questions upon after having used a great many monstrous and barbarous gestures or distortions of their bodies and cut certain marks or magical figures upon the stone so i say they will have this cloven foot be a kind of a conjuring stone and tell us that in former times when satan drove a greater trade with mankind in public than he has done of late he gave this cloven foot as a token to his particular favourites to work wonders with and to conjure by and that witches fairies hobgoblins and such things of which the ancients had several kinds at least in their imagination had all a goat's leg with a cloven foot to put on upon extraordinary occasions it seems this method is of late grown out of practice and so like the melting of marble and the painting of glass tis laid aside among the various useful arts which history tells us are lost to the world what may be practised in the fairy world if such a place there be we can give no particular account at present but neither is this all for other would-be wise people take upon them to make farther and more considerable improvements upon this doctrine of the cloven foot and treat it as a most significant instrument of satan's private operation and that as joseph is said to divine that is to say to conjure by his golden cup which was put into benjamin's sack so the devil has managed several of his secret operations and possessions and other hellish mechanisms upon the spirits as well as bodies of men by the medium or instrumentality of the cloven foot accordingly it had a kind of an hellish inspiration in it and a separate and magical power by which he wrought his infernal miracles that the cloven foot had a superior signification and was not only emblematic and significative of the conduct of men but really guided their conduct in the most important affairs of life and that the agents the devil employed to influence mankind and to delude them and draw them into all the snares and traps that he lays continually for their destruction were equipped with this foot in aid of their other powers for mischief here they read us learned lectures upon the sovereign operations which the devil is at present master of in the government of human affairs and how the cloven foot is an emblem of the true double entendre or divided aspect which the great men of the world generally act with and by which all their affairs are directed from whence it comes to pass that there is no such thing as a single-hearted integrity or an upright meaning to be found in the world that mankind worse than the ravenous brutes preys upon his own kind and devours them by all the laudable methods of flattery wine cheat and treachery crocodile-like weeping over those it will devour destroying those it smiles upon and in a word devours its own kind which the very beasts refuse and that by all the ways of fraud and allurement that hell can invent holding out a cloven divided hoof or hand pretending to save when the very pretence is made use of to ensnare and destroy thus the divided hoof is the representative of a divided double tongue and heart an emblem of the most exquisite hypocrisy the most fawning and fatally deceiving flattery 
and here they give us very diverting histories though tragical in themselves of the manner which some of the devil's inspired agents have managed themselves under the especial influence of the cloven foot how they have made war under the pretence of peace murdered garrisons under the most sacred capitulations massacred innocent multitudes after surrenders to mercy again they tell us the cloven foot has been made use of in all treasons plots assassinations and secret as well as open murthers and rebellions thus joab under the treason of an embrace showed how dexterously he could manage the cloven foot and struck abner under the fifth rib thus david played the cloven foot upon poor uriah when he had a mind to lie with his wife thus brutus played it upon caesar and to come nearer home we have had a great many retrograde motions in this country by this magical implement the foot such as that of the earl of essex fate beheading the queen of scots and diverse others in queen elizabeth's time that of the earl of shrewsbury and sir thomas overbury gondomar and sir walter raleigh and many others in king james the first time in all which if the cloven foot had not been dexterously managed those murthers had not been so dexterously managed or the murtherers have so well been screened from justice for which and the implicated justice of heaven unappeased some have thought the innocent branches of the royal house of stuart did not fare the better in the ages which followed it must be confessed the cloven foot was in its full exercise in the next reign and the generation that rose up immediately after them arrived to the most exquisite skill for management of it here they fasted and prayed there they plundered and murdered here they raised war for the king and there they fought against him cutting throats for god's sake and deposing both king and kingly government according to law nor was the cloven foot unemployed on all sides for tis the main excellency of this instrument of hell that it acts on every side it is its denominating quality and is for that reason called a cloven or divided hoof this mutilated apparition has been so public in other countries too that it seems to convince us the devil is not confined to england only but that as his empire extended to all the sublunary world so he gives them all room to see he is qualified to manage them his own way what abundant use did the prince of dissemblers charles v make of this foot twas by the help of this apparition of the foot that he baited his hook with the city of milan and tickled francis of france so well with it that when he passed through france and was in that king's power he let him go and never get the bait off of the hook neither it seems the foot was not on king francis's side at that time how cruelly did philip the second of spain manage this foot in the murder of the nobility of the spanish netherlands the assassination of the prince of orange and at last in that of his own son don carlos infant of spain and yet such was the devil's craft and so nicely did he bestir his cloven hoof that this monarch died consolated though impenitent in the arms of the church and with the benediction of the clergy too those second best managers of the said hoof in the world i must acknowledge i agree with this opinion thus far namely that the devil acting by this cloven foot as a machine has done great things in the world for the propagating his dark empire among us and history is full of examples besides the little low-prized things done among us for we are come to such a kind of degeneracy and folly that we have even dishonoured the devil and put this glorious engine the cloven foot to such mean uses that the devil himself seems to be ashamed of us but to return a little to foreign history besides what has been mentioned above we find flaming examples of most glorious mischief done by this weapon when put into the hands of kings and men of fame in the world how many games have the kings of france played with this cloven foot and that within a few years of one another first charles the ninth played the cloven foot upon gaspar colani admiral of france when he caressed him complimented him invited him to paris to the wedding of the king of navarre 
called him father kissed him and when he was wounded sent his own surgeons to take care of him and yet three days after ordered him to be assassinated and murdered used with a thousand indignities and at last thrown out of the window into the street to be insulted by the rabble did not henry the third in the same country play the cloven foot upon the duke of guise when he called him to counsel and caused him to be murdered as he went in at the door the guises again played the same game back upon the king when they sent out a jacobin friar to assassinate him in his tent as he lay at the siege of paris in a word this opera and the cloven foot has been acted all over the christian world ever since judas betrayed the son of god with a kiss nay our saviour says expressly of him one of you is a devil and the sacred text says in another place the devil entered into judas it would take up a great deal of time and paper too to give you a full account of the travels of this cloven foot its progress into all the courts of europe and with what most accurate hypocrisy satan has made use of it upon many occasions and with what success but as in the elaborate work of which i just now gave you a specimen i design one whole volume upon this subject and which i shall call the complete history of the cloven foot i say for that reason and diverse others i shall say but very little more to it in this place it remains to tell you that this merry story of the cloven foot is very essential to the history which i am now writing as it has been all along the great emblem of the devil's government in the world and by which all his most considerable engagements have been answered and executed for as he is said not to be able to conceal this foot but that he carries it always with him it imports most plainly that the devil would be no devil if he was not a dissembler a deceiver and carried a double entendre in all he does or says that he cannot but say one thing and mean another promise one thing and do another engage and not perform declare and not intend and act like a true devil as he is with a countenance that is no index of his heart i might indeed go back to originals and derive this cloven foot from satan's primitive state as a cherubim or a celestial being which cherubims as moses is said to have seen them about the throne of god in mount sinai and as the same moses from the original represented them afterwards covering the ark had the head and face of a man wings of an eagle body of a lion and legs and feet of a calf but this is not so much to our present purpose for as we are to allow that whatever satan had of heavenly beauty before the fall he lost it all when he commenced devil so to fetch his original so far up would be only to say that he retained nothing but the cloven foot and that all the rest of him was altered and deformed become frightful and horrible as the devil but his cloven foot as we now understand it is rather mystical and emblematic and describes him only as the fountain of mischief and treason and the prince of hypocrites and as such we are now to speak of him tis from this original all the hypocritic world copy he wears the foot on their account and from this model they act this made our blessed lord tell them the works of your father ye will do meaning the devil as he had expressed it just before nor does he deny the use of the foot to the meaner class of his disciples in the world but decently equips them all upon every occasion with a needful proportion of hypocrisy and deceit that they may hand on the power of promiscuous fraud through all his temporal dominions and wear the foot always about them as a badge of their professed share in whatever is done by that means thus every dissembler every false friend every secret cheat every bearskin jobber has a cloven foot and so far hands on the devil's interest by the same powerful agency of art as the devil himself uses to act when he appears in person or would act if he was just now upon the spot for this foot is a machine which is to be wound up and wound down as the cause it appears for requires and there are agents and engineers to act in it by directions of satan the grand engineer who lies still in his retirement only issuing out his orders as he sees convenient again every class every trade every shopkeeper every peddler nay 
that meanest of tradesmen that church peddler the pope has a cloven foot with which he paw was upon the world wishes them all well and at the same time cheats them wishes them all fed and at the same time starves them wishes them all in heaven at the same time marches before them directly to the devil a la mode de cloven foot nay the very bench the ever-living foundation of justice in the world how often has it been made the tool of violence the refuge of oppression the seat of bribery and corruption by this monster in masquerade and that everywhere our own country always excepted they had much better wipe out the picture of justice blinded and having the sword and scales in her hand which in foreign countries is generally painted over the seat of those who sit to do justice and place instead thereof a naked unarmed cloven hoof a proper emblem of that spirit that influences the world and of the justice we often see administered among them human imagination cannot form an idea more suitable nor the devil propose an engine more or better qualified for an operation of justice by the influence of bribery and corruption it is this magnipotent instrument in the hands of the devil which under the closest disguise agitates every passion bribes every affection blackens every virtue gives a double face to words and actions and to all persons who have any concern in them and in a word makes us all devils to one another indeed the devil has taken but a dark emblem to be distinguished by for this of a goat was said to be a creature hated by mankind from the beginning and that there is a natural antipathy in mankind against them hence the scapegoat was to bear the sins of the people and to go into the wilderness with all that burthen upon him but we have a saying among us in defence of which we must inquire into the proper sphere of action which may be assigned to this cloven foot as hitherto described the proverb is this every devil has not a cloven foot this proverb instead of giving us some more favourable thoughts of the devil confirms what i have said already that the devil raised this scandal upon himself i mean the report that he cannot conceal or disguise his devil's foot or hoof but that it must appear under whatever habit he shows himself and the reason i gave holds good still namely that he may be more effectually concealed when he goes abroad without it for if the people were fully persuaded that the devil could not appear without this badge of his honour or mark of his infamy take it as you will and that he was bound also to show it upon all occasions it would be natural to conclude that whatever frightful appearances might be seen in the world if the cloven foot did not also appear we had no occasion to look for the devil or so much as to think of him much less to apprehend he was near us and as this might be a mistake and that the devil might be there while we thought ourselves so secure it might on many occasions be a mistake of very ill consequence and in particular as it would give the devil room to act in the dark and not be discovered where it might be most needful to know him from this short hint thus repeated i draw a new thesis namely that devil is most dangerous that has no cloven foot or if you will have it in words more to the common understanding the devil seems to be most dangerous when he goes without his cloven foot and here a learned speculation offers itself to our debate and which indeed i ought to call a council of casuists and men learned in the devil's politics to determine whether it is most hurtful to the world the devil walking about without his cloven foot or the cloven foot walking about without the devil it is indeed a nice and difficult question and merits to be well inquired into for which reason and diverse others i have referred it to be treated with some decency and as a dispute of dignity sufficient to take up a chapter by itself End of part two chapter six